1: Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Cody Delmendo, Ryan Herrera, Luke Stuckmeyer, getting you ready for the trade deadline on Tuesday. And what the F, Ross, fellas. We didn't see this one coming. The first real big move... Martin, a nice trade. Efros, surprising. Chris Efros, the 28-year-old. Scott Efros. Scott Efros, I'm sorry. Scott, no, off to a great start. <laughs> Chris Martin on the mind. Yes, so. yes. Uh, traded to the Yankees for a starting pitcher, Hayden Wesneski. One of the top pitching prospects, one or two, depending on who you ask, in the Yankees farm system. He's already been assigned to Iowa. First of all, are you surprised, and what is your reaction to the Move. I was, I was caught off guard. But I'll tell you what I do think it means. Anything can happen now.
2: Yeah, I mean, I was, like I wasn't, I was caught off guard. I think that's a good way to put it. I was caught off guard because I wasn't ready for it. But I, I think we kind of came into this, this um trade deadline as like, kind of same as last season. Like anyone, anyone could get traded. And no one was untouchable. Whether or not you know guys were being shopped by judd's a different story. But like if someone came and and inquired about a certain guy, there's every reason to believe that they could have been traded. And you see that today. Like Scott Efros wasn't mentioned in much of the rumors. He wasn't the name thrown around out there as far like on the reliever market. Mm-hmm. And then he gets traded. He's the second he's the second guy to get traded from the Cubs. Like these other guys that we're saying like oh they're big trade chips, they, you know, the veterans on cheap deals, whatnot. Those guys are still Cubs and Scott Efros isn't. So yeah, I think caught off guard is the right way to put it. It just it was Surprising to see, <laughs> and just in the sense that like I, I didn't expect it today, um, yeah. but yeah, I mean it's you know it's, well the trade uh, that was going to happen maybe
3: yeah well you know the news dropped I just put the the barbell back up on the on the <laughs> thing and I you know every time I do a set I look at my phone because I'm like I'm you know it's deadline season yep. man, it's trade season I'm trying to you know not miss any of the news because I knew we could be doing an emergency pot at any time and. I was gonna have if, if that was gonna be an Ian Happ or Wilson Contreras trade, then I would have been biking home as fast as possible. Um, instead, I, I I put that barbell back up on the rack and I see the news and I just yell "fuck" really loud, like <laughs> straight up. That I I definitely overreacted uh, when that's when the when I saw the tweet from Passan and Rosenthal, um, and you know. To spin zone it, it's probably good that I had to ride my bike home and and let it kind of settle in uh-huh. my soul and then read a little bit about hayden Wisniewski. and I'm pretty happy about it like it- of co- like you guys said it's it's it was surprising i no one saw it coming you know it's a r is a rookie with five years of control. no one really moves those guys very often right um but yeah, I mean. I I love the move in terms of what the future for the Cubs means in, in, in my really weird way of thinking. So, um, yeah. And I, I think the main thing for me is that you'd think we should see him on the Cubs at some point in the second half of the year. Uh, I don't think they're – I'd be shocked if we don't. So, Have you seen the – GIF of
1: George McCaskey on the scooter at Hallis Hall today, riding away real fast on a scooter, no, I motorized scooter. That's probably F Ross going to the Yankees. He's like, first place, I'm in. There <laughs> goes, <man. laughs> Skating along. Let's, there's two ways to look at it. There's the negative and the positive. Dom Frederick has already addressed what I think a lot of people will say is, you're supposed to be acquiring good players, and sooner or later you can't just stop giving away your good players if you plan on competing next season. That's a problem. The positive side is this, and there are a lot of positives, actually, to this trade, despite the fact that it is surprising. Number one, the Cubs are trading from a strength. We all know that the bullpen has, that's where they've got some guys that are movable, and this was one of the guys that some teams targeted, so maybe the Cubs didn't even go into it saying, we're trading F. Ross, but when you can get a player who, you know, MLB Pipeline has him number seven, Prospect in the Yankees organization. You're getting a top 10 guy from the Yankees organization. Some say he's the sixth-ranked prospect in the Yankees organization. Almost everybody says he's one or two when it comes to pitching prospects. You're also taking a reliever that was a 15th-rounder for you that you've developed into somebody, which is fantastic, but you've now flipped him for a guy that was a sixth-rounder and is ready to also be a major leaguer very, very soon. He's already been assigned to Iowa, but... When you look at what he's done this season, 17 of 19 starts in ERA under four and and the guy's strikeout to walk ratio is great. There are things to like about that. I was looking through his stuff and, you know, the pitch doctor had a lot of great things to say. He compared his 20-inch break on the slider to Sonny Gray saying it's 95th percentile. Okay, that'll work. You see the stats on YouTube, uh, five July starts, 24 and two thirds innings. 28 Ks and a 2.19 ERA. Impressive. And all of that shows you that he might be a guy that it could come up already this season Mm -hmm. at the end of the year, or he might be a rotation guy for next year. So the reality is you're saying to yourself now, will I take a guy that's four years younger than Efros and is a starter and could be Caleb Killian or better, for Scott F. Ross, a guy that would be maybe a thirty-year reliever by the time the Cubs come around to competing, I got to tell you, and personally, it makes a lot of sense. I understand what Dom is saying about trying to compete next year, but this guy could be on the team next year. Yeah, mm-hmm. in in a multitude of ro- roles, so he could you could move him a lot of different ways. But it looks like this guy is a major leaguer next year.
2: Yeah, and he, I mean, he slots in right as the, the Cubs' number eight uh, prospect right now. So it's not like he's just some top 30 guy that yeah. they hope. Like he he was a good prospect in the Yankee system, um, slots in well to a system, and a Cub system that's improved a lot this in the, over the last year. Uh, and I think people forget that Scott Efrost isn't, like, young. Maybe less experience is a better way to right. describe him. He's yeah. 28, you know. Um, so, that, I mean, like you said, I mean, if it's a couple of years, I mean, he might be a 30-year-old guy, a couple, a couple less years of, of team control. Um, and And the Cubs this overhaul, this pitching infrastructure, you know, pitch lab, all these different things, they they clearly, truly believe in it. You saw that with how they, you know, went about the draft. And you see that now. It's like the, Scott F. Ross has been a really good guy, really good reliever for him this year. He has been. But they see a guy who could, you know, could potentially come up this year, who has worked with Daniel Moskis in the past, um, and who's a guy that, if if anything, can possibly just cover some innings for the rest of the year when guys like Keegan uh, and Justin Steele, uh, you know, kind of start hitting their or getting closer to that uh, innings limit that they might have on them, um, yeah. But they, I mean, the pitching infrastructure, all that kind of stuff. They 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 clearly believe in it, and this is a move that shows you that they believe in it. Like this is a move that shows you that they want to take this guy, get him down uh, with, with you know, with, with their their pitching coaches, their get him down in the system. Um and, and see what they can do with him, see if there's something that he didn't unlock in his time at the Yankees that they could, and he could come up and be a be a good a good pitcher, whether that's in a, in a starting role this year or he comes up just as a reliever, a guy that can eat innings out of the bullpen.
0: Uh,
2: Scott Frost hurts to lose in the short term, yeah, because he was a really good reliever, and if you're also trading Givens, you already traded Martin, David Robertson's probably gone. Scott Evers was probably that next guy that was gonna be like your back end guy, like a guy that was gonna maybe him real Wick, We're gonna be there either eight and nine. Now you lose that too, so that's gonna hurt the bullpen in the short term. But it's kind of interesting. I'm kind of interested to see what the Cubs can do with with um, Wesneski. Is that how yeah. you say it? I still haven't figured out for sure.
1: Yeah, Robbie um, says take us to Valhalla, Wesneski. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: excited. I'm excited to see what 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 kind of comes of it. I don't think it was like a. Uh, I don't think it's like oh this team won the trade, this team lose the trade. It's like this, you kind of got a time to see what what kind of comes out of this. Honestly,
3: right. again, I think the best the best thing about this trade is that this guy can pitch now. Honestly, I mean, as a starter, right? Like you showed the stat or Kevin showed the stats in July. Like he's been good. Uh, I don't think that this necessarily has much to do with Steele, Thompson, Killian, Stroman, whatever. Like that's kind of like what the chat's talking about. We. I think you you throw him in there as a starter right away when he whenever you do call him up and 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 see see what happens and and you hope that he can stay a starter, right? But I don't know. To me it's you're you're getting you're getting really good value for a reliever that yeah, like you guys said, has has been really good as a cub this year. I I think that we all needed to see the Cubs continue to 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 get more starting pitching that can pitch now. And as the rumors have said that we've seen over the over the course of this year, a lot of rumors out there saying that the Cubs are going to spend in the offseason. Personally, I think they should be spending more on, on position players. I, I, you know, I still think that they should go definitely get, get an arm or two in free agency, but adding this guy, with the potential that he has, it kind of takes some weight off on mm-hmm. really focusing on the pitching and free agency than yeah. position players. So, again, I know I'm jumping ahead. A lot of people still don't think they should, that they should be competing in 2023. But like you said at the beginning of the show, Luke, we needed to see the Cubs make a move that shows that, like, you're not just selling off players for lottery tickets. This guy, again, can pitch. He can pitch in the next week or two. If the Cubs want to, I'm not against them sending him, you know, to Arizona to to work with, with the guys, like with the pitch lab, whatever, if there's anything they want him to work on. I'm not, I'm not against that. Or if they want to see him make some starts in Iowa first, I'm not against it either. But we could see him pitch in September like the rest of the other guys that we could see come in September. So, to me, that's exciting, and that's something that I can hold my head up thinking, okay, like maybe – like so many people think that this – team won't be competing for another two years and yeah i understand why people think that but this is a move that shows like hey like this is a guy that you know, there's a lot of potential there
1: so. yeah it's a, and it's a again it's a reliever for a starter there's right. still that's still yeah. a great move and sean says uh, 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 makes another great point who's gonna say F. Ross stays healthy well that's any pitcher but also he says relievers are fickle creatures i say bullpens are one of the toughest things to do but Cody, you've been saying it since we started this network. Like, that's one thing the Cubs have shown they can do. They can find a 15th rounder in F. Ross and turn him into somebody that the Yankees are willing to give up a top seven prospect for. Absolutely. So, And then there's the connection with the Cubs assistant pitching coach. Uh, Daniel Moskos goes back with this guy, Wesneski, and has known him, talked about him, worked with him during uh, 2020 remotely. Um, when he was at Double A. he was – one of his coaches and this was just this last year that the Yankees said I believe it was Moskos prior to him leaving it said <laughs> work on this it can cr- increase your fastball and that's work too so like you've seen him progress through the minor leagues and now get to the point where he's a top 10 Yankee prospect and don't don't underestimate that if you're taking it from some Joe Blow team you're like okay whatever top top seven prospect from some team. They're taking it from the Yankees. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I trust the Yankees. I do. I trust the Yankees quite a bit. Yeah. They've proven they can find guys.
2: Yeah. And I, I kind of come back to this point again with the, with the pitching infrastructure with this guy, you you've come I mean, you've kind of seen what the Cubs, I mean, there, there are proven results of, of this, this, the, the kind of overhaul or just the, the way the pitching infrastructure has kind of grown. You look at Scott Afros prime example. They had him back. I think it was spring 2019. Turned him into a side armor, and he's had this great run year. That obviously the, the the World Series favorites wanted him to be in their bullpen. You look at Brandon Hughes. I think it was around the same time converted from an outfielder to a pitcher, and he obviously twenty twenty missed that season, but spent twenty twenty one being a being a pitcher, like learning to be a pitcher, and then he comes up this year and he's had success. There's a, those are proven examples. You need more, but but I think those are like examples where you're like okay, like maybe this pitching infrastructure is doing something right. And right. as much as like the last decade had been, the narrative was just the Cubs can't, can't turn out pitchers. Maybe there's a couple of examples. They're like, okay, there, there's something going on here and maybe this is another guy that they could throw down there and, and see what he's see, what they can do, see what they can tweak, see what they could change, see how they can make him the best version of himself. I,
3: th- I think another thing too, is we're going to have to wait till after the deadline, but it's going to be interesting to see what arms from Iowa that they call up to come out of the bullpen like we already seen is it is it pronounced eric olman 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 yeah olman is, yeah. is it it's eric not Ullman. is it eric it's okay Ullman. like eric olman and i know he's only had a few appearances but i mean we he, call him you dog he looked <laughs> he looked electric the other yeah. night like like the cubs have not been known for just like just like it's becoming a little bit of a not a full-on like head steam assembly line but like it's starting to just shell out these bullpen guys. Like I said, like Luke pointed out, Like I, that's the one thing that I've definitely been right about the Cubs in this, on this podcast history and, I guess, Nico Horner. But, <laughs> like, I, I don't know if Ullman's going to be a guy, but I do know that either way, you do know in free agency they, they'll probably still pick up some dudes like that are going to be lo- like, cost-controlled, not going to be anything insane. To go with whoever they call up, and give a chance, right? So I'm not, I'm, I'm truly not worried about the bullpen. I, like, I know a lot of people were high on Scott Efrost. I mean, I was. I thought this guy was going to be the closer in the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. Right. But, like, again, though, 28 years old, and the Cubs really helped him get to this point. Who's to say they can't just continue to do that? Like, if to be able to move a guy like that at the highest peak of, of, hit, of, of what we've seen from him – and get a starting pitcher back who is one of the top prospects, pitching wise, in the other team's organization. That's something to be like. Okay, that's exciting. There's, there's, you're, there's, there's more moves to be made, no doubt. But to me, like, I think you really, mm-hmm. you really hit it, hit like the, like the target in terms of just really maximizing a value for yeah. someone. Here's
2: the, here's the last thing I'll say, and maybe this will help. Maybe it won't. Whatever. This is from Jim Callis. Tweeted out, really good get for – about Wisniewski. Really good, good get for the Cubs. Nearly big league ready start in Wisniewski by selling high on F If right. Jim Callis likes it, I trust it. Jim Callis is, like, the expert in the minor leagues, which I am not. So if Jim Callis says something, I listen. So mm-hmm. there, if, if you need something, you need something to kind of make you okay with this trade, that's one thing.
1: I'll give you another guy, the pitch doctor. Our Brendan Miller says, uh, great changeup, great slider. Love that he has two secondary pitches that move the opposite direction. And go to Brendan's Twitter account, or I've retweeted some of them, like there's video of this kid's slider, and you're like, whoa. Yeah. Like if yeah. he can control that, that's going to play at the major league level. And don't forget that while I wish Scott Efros well and hope he has a great major league career, Again, if he had done that when he was 24, 25, 26, and 27, now you'd be like, wait, we can't give away this guy that's has his proven track record of a long time and is still under 30. Instead, it's a guy who's had one season who's been very good, he's very impressive, you looked at the future, but if you would have told me back in March or February, hey, we're trading Scott Efros and the Yankees are going to give us a top 10 prospect, their number two pitching prospect, yeah. boom, deal done, I would have... I would have sent him so fast, my, you wouldn't even be able to blink. It would have yeah. happened that quickly. You're only a few <laughs> months later. And, yeah. and some outings, like, okay, just remember, like, I liked what I saw from Scott Ross. I did. I didn't think they were going to trade him. And maybe this does, and I'm not even sure about this, but maybe it does show you that they are willing to go longer with this rebuild. But I don't even say that because this guy could be at the major league level tomorrow. If they really want them to, yep. but but it does maybe show you that they are willing to listen to offers as they should for almost anybody on the roster if the return is right.
2: We also got this uh, from a friend of the program Brian Smith. He tweeted out uh, about a couple hours ago. One start, so he's, I guess he's reviewing uh, some Wisniewski starts. Uh, one start in the Wisniewski tape, and one thing is clear: Cubs fans are going to be very amused by his mound demeanor. It's intense, it's frenetic, and it's unique. His competitiveness bleeds through i saw brendan so i saw brendan tweet at something about how it like reminded him of max scherzer and i think brian was like kind of messing with him saying that he's going to write that that he's going to write in his post that brendan thinks uh Wasneski is max scherzer 2.0 um <laughs> which, which makes me laugh um i love max scherzer but that's i mean that's obviously the kind of fire you want to see from someone i haven't reviewed the taste myself but that's, that's the kind of fire you want to see from a pitcher. I mean, uh, if, if your guy's going out there and is competing like a Max Scherzer-type player, you can't you can
1: yeah, hate yeah. And that. Michael's saying, uh, who's always captain negative, and I appreciate yep. that sometimes, then why didn't the Yankees keep him if he's so great? Because they're trying to win now. Yep. Yep. They want a reliever for that bullpen now because they know one of the keys in, in the postseason will be bullpen strength. And there aren't that many guys out there. By the way, it looks like the Cubs are going to trade four relievers now. Efros, Martin, Givens, Robertson. Yep. Wow. It's
2: going to be a lot of – I'm I'm sensing some debuts or some call-ups in the second half. But, again, that's
1: like – it was a piecemeal bullpen when they went into the season. It wasn't like they went out and signed, like, the top four relievers. They're trading four relievers that had mild value at best, and they're trying to build the farm system because this season is shot. It doesn't mean they can't go out and sign – Josh Hader in yeah. the offseason, by the way, and we'll get to that move yeah. in just a bit. But, like, they still they can still go spend the money, and that would yeah. make this even smarter. Yeah, yeah. Also about
2: the, the Yankees thing, Mike Dubbs said, you know, Michael King went down for them and, he, and they need a bullpen arm. I think we talked about that last week when we did our yeah. trade deadline yeah. draft. Like, right. I think we all had at least one of those guys, well, like one of the givens Martin or Robertson going to New York because of the Michael King thing. Um, so I guess we were kind of right on that. <laughs> It just wasn't the reliever we were expecting. That's right. for sure.
1: Is, so, is there somebody that we're missing? Like, we didn't mention Efros in that predictions thing. And I don't remember what we said for Martin, but, like, we didn't mention Efros. So, is there another no. guy on the roster that we will be surprised by? Because I, there's, I don't know anybody out there who was like, yep, they're trading Efros.
2: No, I, again, I didn't because see Because he at was all. under
1: 30, I think most people thought no. Yeah.
2: Because he was under 30 and had, had been good and had a lot of club control. I think yep. that's why he just wasn't. But kind they're of.
1: getting club control back and
2: yeah. a starter. Yeah,
0: here's a great question from Dave earlier. He goes, "Do you think the Cubs asked for Wisniewski for Robertson, and then New York said no, and we'll give you him for Efrost? Or were they trying to give away? give away is a weird term, but I think I get the, the gist of the, you know, the comment here. What do you think?
3: I I, I, don't, I don't know. I think I it's know. more about what you said about the injury that the Yankees sustained. Yeah, and I, again, I, I they I'll, needed I'll, a relief pitcher. Again,
2: I'll say that I I don't feel like. My, my gut feeling is that the Cubs weren't shopping F. Ross. Right. Maybe this could have been the scenario, but, yeah, I don't know. I, that's, that's a good question to uh, you know, ask Jed
1: Hoyer when, yeah. when, he,
2: when the time comes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that Just is – how that kind of came about.
1: It is interesting, and I'll, you know, I wonder, does this eliminate the Yankees from talk from other guys? You know, like, they also went out and traded for Ben Attendee, and I thought to myself, well, what if they would have combined Hap with F. Ross? What would the return have been if you got – if you got the number seven prospect in their organization for Efros, what if you'd sent Hap and Efros, or, or, or were those deals, or was a deal like that taken apart by Ben Like the Yankees go, no, 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 let's do it, two separate moves. It's, it, I would love to know how all of it unfolds and what other deals were. On paper, this looks like a smart move for the Cubs. Maybe one that caught us by surprise. Maybe one that doesn't make them as good for the these last two months of the season, but again, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. No, um, and then I, I, I don't know who else will be on there. Now like, what, about the Chris Martin deal? So we haven't had a chance to even talk about that. You know, they get back uh, Zach McKinstry from the Dodgers who I, I, I'm certainly not as high on him, even though he's a positional player as I am the return they just got for Efross actually. Um, Sounds like a he le- seems to me like a left-handed David Bodie. and I and the first thing I thought of when they got him was he does a lot of things that David Bodie does, uh, but he's left-handed. Are the Cubs getting ready to include Bodie in a deal, or are they getting ready to include McKinstry in a deal? Yeah. Like just because a guy's been traded for doesn't mean you can't ship him right back out with somebody else.
2: Well, we had Bodie on our trade. He was him and Simmons were yes. combined in our trade deadline draft. Um, as far as. He, You said left-handed David Bodie. He is a guy that can play a bunch of positions around the field. Corner, outfield, right? uh, I think he plays both corner, outfield as well as, like, shortstop, second base, third base. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think – I know Ross is telling reporters uh, yesterday, I think, um, just kind of – or maybe it was Saturday, just kind of that he's another versatile piece that can move around and plug in all over the place. And, again, we keep talking about positionless baseball (laughs) – Right. But it's just kind of where we're at right now where they got a lot of guys that could play all over the field. So
3: Yeah.
2: Um and again we go back to McKinstry. He he didn't really get much of a shot with the Dodgers because the Dodgers are in win now mode, because the Dodgers have all these great position players, they're just kind of blocking him. On the Cubs, obviously this year the Cubs aren't winning a World Series. He might get a little bit more run, especially as a left handed hitter, a little bit more run and, and chances to to kind of show what he can do. Um and I think he batted yesterday,
3: I, I, was a strikeout maybe, something he like that. He out in his first um,
2: Yeah, so that's, you know, whatever. Well, that <laughs> was kind of the thing
3: that Brennan yeah. talked about, Brennan and Corey talked about when they talked about McKinstry is that at the major league level, you know, the strikeout rate's high, but he's had a lot of success at AAA. I'm not, yeah, no. I'm not insanely excited about the move. I think for a guy like Chris Martin, I thought they got really good value. Yeah. Uh, um, I think the biggest thing is that he didn't get the opportunity to get consistent at bats with the Dodgers. So, you enter him with the Cubs. My thing is, is like the Cubs are stacked in the infield and they're stacked in the outfield in terms of just having guys. Right. Like I don't know how he's going to get any more at bats well, uh, with the Cubs.
2: He's a lefty. That is that, true. That, that's that is true. That's the truth. They don't lefties. have. They don't have many. And yeah. if you consider Rafael Ortega a trade ship. That's another that's one fair. that's going to be off the board. That's Who knows fair. when Jason Hayward's coming back? Like, that's not say that. Don't that's say a, that's that. a
1: left-handed yeah. bet that the Cubs don't <laughs> have at their disposal a, right now. A, a good, <laughs> and there's it's a, a good thing they don't have it. There's a difference between not being able to crack the Dodgers lineup and not being able to crack the Cubs lineup at this point. Like We have a, we have a slew of guys that we've talked about all the way back to Frazier where we're like, why isn't this guy playing? I want to see him more. I want to see him more. Those guys are having trouble cracking a bad, probably 100 lost Cubs lineup. Yeah. What about a guy who's having trouble cracking a Dodgers lineup? I'll take the chances with the Dodgers guy. It's not like you gave away everything for him. I think you're just slowly increasing the talent level in the organization. This isn't a jump from F to A. This is a, this is a jump from C to B or D to C. Like, you're just trying to... Slowly increase what you have in the organization. And this, at the very least, does that. Joey says if McKinstry can be Tommy Lastella with more positional versatility, oh, let's perhaps. go. Jesse well, yeah. Rogers would love that. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse Rogers, yeah. Rogers would,
0: would fawn he would, over him. He would, he, would <laughs> he would drive
1: him to the ballpark
0: if he could.
2: <laughs> right. uh, 3, 3 a.m. McKinstry is what we're talking about now.
0: Jack wins the comment section. <laughs> the fake tweet from John Heyman today or the, the tweet mishandled the $100 million starter, Musgrove. Nice staying journey. home. <laughs> no, my goodness.
1: Um, Keith, Keith Law has the Athletics' uh, top 60 prospects. We will get to that in a second. But, Cody, first, I do want to hear uh, what kind of wheelings and dealings you're making with the points bet right now.
3: Oh, boy. I took a, a, the weekend off. I needed a break. Um, we're getting back on the horse tonight somehow, someway. way. Uh, so, yeah, tune in CHGO Bets daily at 4.30, I believe. So it should be fun. Anyway, every 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 show, we're talking about points bets. It's my favorite app. I roll over, look at the lines, not this yeah. weekend, but I did last week and all the weeks before because I love points bet. I love points bet because I love to gamble. I love points bet because it's the best way to support CHGO. Yeah,
2: but you probably didn't. You probably did roll over and look. You just, like, stopped yourself yeah, from betting, right? You yeah. just kind of glanced at the lines yeah. a little bit. So,
3: you know, sometimes you like a little itch. Yeah, you, or just, you have a little itch. you got to scratch a <laughs> little bit. Just look at You
1: don't have to bet, but you just kind of look at yeah. it.
3: Nobody know. likes a little itch. Yeah. yeah. That's a mosquito bite. Well, sometimes you just got <laughs> you to gotta, you gotta scratch yeah. it a little bit. So, anyway, when you use code CHGO, when you sign up at PointsBet, you get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. But that's not it, guys. If you make a fifty dollar or more first time deposit, you receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. Ryan just put out his Monday morning thoughts today. I did put out an article about why the Cubs should keep Wilson Contreras. I also did. I didn't just I didn't just read it and then like you know close it. I read it and was like, bring you closer to my heart now, please. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. And uh, <laughs> you know, so a lot of a lot of good stuff oh. like that. You also you get a free shirt. Of your choice. You get to choose the shirt. You get this bear shirt that Ryan's wearing right now. You can get do like the Cubs shirt that I'm not wearing right now. Uh, we're obvious. We're He's we're, cornered we're, by obvious I'm, shirts. Yeah, I'm, I'm, There's of, room for everybody. I'm a big supporter of obvious shirts. It's, so obvi- it's, I, it's Joe's birthday week. It is, like yeah. It's Joe's birthday
2: week. You got to
3: yeah, support yeah. him. So you, so you get you get those two risk-free bets up to $2,000. You get the free membership, <clears throat> and then you can get a T-shirt. All for $50 or more first time deposit at points Bet. If you have any questions, you can email pointsbet at allchgo.com. We'll help you out. You're home for live in-play betting. Just got even better. See an edge in the game. You are watching is your favorite team prime for a comeback. If you live bet the Cubs last night, I'm sorry that you were that dumb to do that. Don't just watch the game. Bet along with it live. More live betting, more live markets, and faster live cash outs. Follow along with your bets the moment they hit and stay in the live action all game long. Download the Points Bet app right now and use promo code CHGO. So, what are you waiting for? It's time to elevate your live betting game. Once the game starts, don't just bet, live your bet life with Points Bet. If you're someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1 800 Gambler for crisis counseling and referral services.
1: Rachel says she's got her CHGO Cubs t shirt on right now. Super Hell yeah.
3: comfy. Oh, yeah. All the way in. Thank UK. you very much. Right.
1: I saw uh, the Hey Chicago What Do You Say t-shirt made its way all the way to San Francisco, San Francisco this yeah. weekend on Twitter. Shout
3: out. I think her name was Ashley.
1: Shout out. Yeah. Uh, also, want to tell you about Owen, which stands for Only What You Need. Owen is a 100% plant-based protein shake that gives you nutrition while it works as hard as you do. And the products are all free of artificial ingredients, allergen-friendly, no gluten, no dairy, easily digestible. I first heard about Owen when I heard that Bears quarterback Justin Fields Ooh. lives this plant-based diet, and that's what he follows. So I thought, well, I better start doing that too, And you know, with a few donuts and stuff mixed in. Owen and CHGO have partnered up to give you an awesome offer. You can get 20% off your first purchase at liveowen.com. That's L-I-V-E-O-W-Y-N.com with the code CHGO20. Join me and Justin Fields. Try Owen only what you need. Robbie on the chat says, uh, Ricketts would rather bulldoze my favorite McDonald's and build a hotel over it than pay a player any <laughs> substantial money. That's Robbie, a McDonald's? You're, you're just being ridiculous now because that was a filthy McDonald's with greasy floors, oh, yeah. trash all over the place, it and now you have a nicer though. McDonald's Plus, you have Smoke Daddy and all these other places yeah. over
3: the top of it. Like it's better. You know what? Okay, I, I do I like the Catino Taco Bell too, even though yeah, that it's yeah, it was, better that's just, than the dirty is, little McDonald's. It was McDonald's a legendary was Taco Bell and, and a legendary McDonald's. Yeah, I
2: don't, I don't have a. I ain't against them. I don't have a favorite McDonald's, but I have, a I do have a least favorite McDonald's. You guys ever been to to Gene and Jude's?
3: Yeah. You know, oh, Mc, yeah.
2: McDonald's right, right behind it, and it's like I don't, I don't put the ketchup on my hot dogs. That's not me, but like. Because Gene and Jude, you can't get ketchup there right. on, to put on your hot dogs. So if you're someone that likes ketchup on your hot dogs, you can't do it there. So people would go around the McDonald's and ask for ketchup packets. Uh-huh. And then eventually <laughs> they caught on, and now they charge people for ketchup packets. Like, if you want a ketchup packet from <laughs> that McDonald's, ba- inflation, baby, they they that's what happens. Uh-huh. And I'm like, that is brutal. Because Gene and Jude doesn't give you ketchup if you mm. want it. Now you can't even go to McDonald's. You have to pay at McDonald's to buy a couple of those little tiny... Ketchup packets that yeah. probably cost them like one cent to make.
1: Next thing you're gonna tell me is they're gonna charge for bags at the Jewel. Oh no, they already do that too. You charge
0: yeah,
3: $0. seven cents. To seven.
0: Be exact. Cents. Well, that's my least favorite McDonald's. Bag
1: fee. You can get the hell out of here, Chicago.
2: Every other McDonald's is my most favorite McDonald's. That's just much. ridiculous. I'm
3: uh, I'm enjoying the chat. Everyone yelling at each other. It's just very Cubs fandom like. <laughs> uh, Scott, I'm upset that you had to bring up Juan Soto and the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, we'll get should, to that. You deserve. Uh, Someone should, like, flick you or something. Maybe <laughs> step on a Lego. Um, but, yeah. Anyway. We'll get, uh, we'll get back to that. Yeah. yeah I just I, – I can't. I did – you know, last week when we talked about Juan Soto and the Cardinals, I, I, I took one of the clips from that and I put it up on my TikTok. And I, I haven't looked at the comments, but I keep getting notifications. I'm just assuming they're all Cardinals fans telling me I'm an, a moron mm-hmm. or something like that. Can't wait to look at them, see how triggered they are by me. But, whatever.
1: I saw, I think it was passing, saying that they're, they're very in, one of the hottest teams, Cardinals, going after him, And we'll get to that in just a second. But you also caught this today, Cody, that Keith Law has his top 60 prospects out now, kind of an updated list. Cubs have three in the top 60 now. So, again, at this time last year, maybe only Brennan Davis would have been on that list. I don't know where he was exactly a year ago. But PCA, number 28. And, by the way, the Mets have said, you know, they don't want to get, make another, like, PCA-type deal for Wilson Contreras. Like, yeah. they don't want to make that mistake twice. They're looking at it as a mistake already, the, the bias they deal should. last year. Uh, <laughs> Brendan exactly Davis should. is number 35, despite the fact that he's really hardly played this season and had back surgery. And Kevin Alcantara is up to number 60. So you've got three guys. Again, it's about building those quality players, and there'll be more coming into that pipeline uh, by this time next season. As Brennan Davis and maybe PCA and some of those guys start to make their way to the uh, major leagues. All right, so there, there weren't just deals with the Cubs. Maybe the biggest, oh, easily the biggest deal today was within the division, and that was the Brewers trading Josh Hader. Didn't see that coming. I know that he's yeah. going to be a free agent, but here's a first-place team with a starting rotation that could make you interesting in the postseason, a lineup that's a little, uh, you're not, not sure, and they go and trade their stud four time all star closer to the Padres, and my first reaction was, Are they giving up are, are the brewers giving up and then, when I went and looked at the actual return, I'm impressed with what the brewers are doing they're not giving up, yeah, and they're restocking the farm system
3: well it goes it, it goes into a lot of what we've talked about in terms of how the cubs can create them create sustained success for themselves right like and on one hand, it's kind of funny that they traded Hader because it's the Brewers and, like, they're their small market. But let's be real. They're very good at developing pitching. Mm-hmm. They have shown that. Yes. There is no doubt about that. There may not have be Devin. a better
2: system in the majors at developing pitching.
3: Than the right, brewers. right. And they got Devin Williams. So, it's like yeah. they, were a, they they could afford to move a guy like Josh Hader. And then to get the return they got back it, it is good. But – I for me it is a little funny just because like knowing how the brewers operate in terms of how they don't pay guys except for christian yelich and ryan braun throughout our lives or me and ryan's life at least it's it's very interesting because like to me of course the the brewers should be going all in with the the type of team that they have they should in my opinion, they should be going all in, try to get that big bat because Yelich is he's still performing like a very average baseball player. Like they got the pitching, but they don't have they don't have the offense. There's still there's still they a still lot of do hours. That. There's still a lot of hours left, right? I know Ian Happ's been linked to the Brewers, and that just makes me very very broken and sad. But again, like I will be interested to see how they can cont- how they go and get that offense because to me, like they're at least one bad away from maybe maybe convincing me that they can be a world series favorite they're always they've always had the pitching again they've always had it but the fact that they moved hater when they should be going all in is a little funny to me but again having devin williams helps take away that blow and again the return they got back to go into their system it does it yeah it's a it, it's a really good move for them i in the short term I think it it hurts them a little bit, but in the long term, yeah, it works out great. But, again, when you're a team like the Brewers who are first in this division right now, to me it just tells me, again, why the Cubs should be competing in this division every year. Every year they should be competing in this division. When you got one team who's leading the division selling – the best closer in the game. Can you imagine
1: if the Cubs did that? Oh, what man. the reaction would
3: be oh, for sure
1: on this chat and on Twitter, what it would for be sure. like if the already, Cubs traded the best reliever in baseball. Was already right. a People <laughs> were mad when they <laughs> traded Kimbrel. <laughs> People <laughs> right. were
2: mad when they traded Scott, Scott Afros this morning. <laughs> yes. Like,
3: Again. <laughs> guy that's uh, done it for I half have, a season. That's all like I put it into perspective. The I, I Cubs just, traded Scott Afros, but the Brewers just traded Josh Hader. Right. Like, I just don't, Again, I think in the long term it, it works out well for them, but in the short term, it's like you just moved your your best arm out of the pen. No, if you have a lead in the playoffs and you go into you and you have a lead after the seventh inning, having Williams and Hayter, like listen, moving Williams to the ninth inning is great, but like you and you got decent arms at, after that. But like we're talking about Josh Hayter. it man. is There's, it is
1: a tick <laughs> down. But they so Hayter leads the majors with twenty nine saves. And they got Taylor Rogers bad. in the return, right? So they get so. Taylor Rogers who's got twenty eight saves. So right. Again, though, it, I, 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 I don't know. He, I understand. He's not a hater. He's a tick down. They haven't made themselves quite as good, but maybe they think to themselves, like you said, maybe let's make the bigger move on offense. And if Soto is going to go to the Cardinals, sorry, Cody, I don't even want to say that out loud, but if it happens, maybe that talks the Brewers into doing something stupid, which I would be good with. Yeah. Like, again, make, go ahead and make – to try and match what the Cardinals are doing so you don't give up first place because now the Card's got Soto. Yeah. Maybe the Brewers do something stupid. I would love to see those two teams go back and forth with yeah. dumb moves. I don't think this is necessarily it's, a dumb move. I kind of admire yeah. it.
3: No, I, yeah. I like it. And like Jack R. says, winning and building at the same time. And you said that too when we were sitting over at the table talking about it. Like, it, I'm not saying it's a bad move. It's just it sums up the Brewers organization. Like, they – they, they don't pay guys. And do you want to give top dollar to a closer? Probably not in the long run, especially when you do got a guy like Devin Williams and the way that you you turn out talent. But in a year where they're leading this division, you just think that's that right. they would want to keep him and then yeah. add a bat and, like, I don't know, go all in. Like, good teams do. Like, again, it, it mainly just brings me back to thinking why the Cubs should be competing in this division every year. That's that's basically the only thing that that, that brings it brings me back to. So... Again, it's not the worst move in the world, it, it, but it is, and, and it is a good move for the long term for sure. It's a good, yeah. it's a good move for the
2: long term. I don't think. I mean, I, I will say there aren't many pitchers that I think like any baseball person would like trust more than Josh Hader in a playoff scenario, ninth inning. Like, Josh Hader has kind of proven himself in that. But you guys mentioned like Taylor, like the Devin Williams is probably. I mean, he's arguably going to be the you know the reliever of the year this year. Like he's been incredible. Taylor Rogers, a solid piece. I mean, Danielson Lamette he's had a rough year, but he still got a slider that's. I think it's like a fifty percent whiff rate. Like his slider is dirty. And if he can, if he can work with that pitching staff and kind of rediscover something, like that, that's 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 a piece that could help that bullpen too. If I mean, because he had a good twenty twenty, he was good in twenty 2020. twenty. Twenty twenty one was a down year. This year's been bad, um, but that that slider is still again. That's, that's still a pitch that is 50% of the time unhittable. <laughs> yeah. So what, 30 uh,
0: straight starts now for, or 30 straight appearances for Williams without allowing a run for the Brewers. I believe it's 30 or 30, like 30. Yeah. That's yeah. not bad. I mean, he incredible. That's, that's okay. As your
1: closer. That's yeah, all right. Yeah, I crazy. will say this, the maybe F Ross isn't the comparison we should be making, but this is a reason Cubs fans. They can relate to a little bit. Imagine the Cubs in first place thinking they can't sign a guy. That's one of their core, been one of their core players and they trade him. Okay, Wilson Contreras. You're angry about Wilson Contreras. What if they were trading Wilson Contreras while in first place? Yeah. That's basically. Hater's been as valuable to the Brewers as Wilson Contreras has been to the Cubs.
3: Absolutely. At his
1: position, it's almost like apples to apples. Right. They're actually making that move. The difference is the Brewers have somebody to put in that position, whereas the Cubs are like, right. well, Who's going to be our catcher moving forward? Yeah. There and, is no and answer that's, there. And yeah.
3: that's the big point about how the, you know, how the Cubs can eventually get to a point where they have sustained success. If they just start shelling out bullpen arms like this and have a bullpen similar to the Brewers one day, I don't know if they're going to be able to find themselves a Josh Hader or a, or a Devin Williams, but like, that's like, it, it sucks to say, but the way that they have built their farm system to go with their major league team is very impressive. And for it, for a team like them who, they just, they don't pay guys. They paid Christian Yelich and that's it. Like, it, it is impressive to see how they are able to, to you know, continue to build their team mm-hmm. while also winning. You know, they already gave Aaron Ashby uh, an extension. Yeah, It'll be interesting how they decide to keep Burns or Woodruff or whatever, but, like, again, with the way that they're developing pitching, I wouldn't, if I'm a yeah. Bruce fan, I wouldn't even be that worried about it. So, both uh, of those
0: guys are arbitration eligible for next year and the year after, both right. Woodruff and Burns. So, Woodruff like, Burns. yeah,
3: they, they still have some time on that. But, yeah. again, will they give out a big mega contract to those two guys? I won't bet on it. I won't. So we'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, I mean, uh, spin zone to it all. I'm just happy to see Josh Hader not in the NL Central anymore. <laughs> like, get him out of here, bro.
1: And get rid of Castillo from the Reds, too. By the way, yeah. that was a haul. That was a haul. The yeah. Reds got trading him to the Mariners. And that just pointed out to me, now that I saw the Efrost deal, the first thing that went in my head, Cody, you know what it was. If they got that for Castillo. What would the Cubs get for Marcus Stroman? I'm just saying. I, All you did was pay money to him. It's not like you have some massive investment in, like, you developed Marcus Stroman. If, if the Hall was as good as the Reds got, or close to what the Reds got for yeah. Castillo, would you consider it if another team came... Teams are getting desperate now. they yeah. we've seen some big moves coming here now. I,
3: I love what the Mariners did. I know a lot of people think that the Mariners got fleeced here because they gave up two or three top prospects in their organization. They already they just Julio Rodriguez is in there yeah. is a rookie man and that guy's Fine. a stud. Yeah, they got other guys. They signed Robbie Ray like last year. People were criticizing them for for trading off or whoever they did when they're in the middle of a race. And we all remember what their GM or president of uh, baseball operations set to the Rotary Club or whatever yeah. that Zoom call, like a lot of a lot of bad there. Like I'm I'm genuinely happy to for their fan base to see yeah. that they're they're going all in and and trying to to do to to win.
2: Well, shit, man, they're, they they would have the longest postseason drought in yeah the, like ma- major. They deserve to score have like right. I mean, because what it was like three if, of them, three of those guys right. were like top five prospects per pipeline, something like that, and yeah, that sucks to see. But they're, they're they're trying to win, right? Yeah, like <laughs> they're trying to win. They don't do that that often. Like it's right. been a long time since I, they were in the playoffs.
3: The the way that they'll be able to get past those blows is if they can continue to build, like develop prospects. Like and that like that's that's the way that they'll have to do it. They might have to make a trade, something like that. Uh, maybe sending a bigger a big not necessarily a big piece, but a guy like uh, Scott Effros. Scott Efros type trade maybe in the offseason or next year or something to maybe supplement back in a way but yeah i mean again and a lot of people just value prospects so high and yes i the league does too now because we like i mean it doesn't look like any team is willing to move any major prospect unless it's for Juan Soto and and even still it might not happen so but well, you just got a top 7 prospect in the Yankees not
1: like again in the, for a guy in who's baseball in the with five years of control though. Imagine if the Cubs if the Cubs traded their top two pitching prospect right now for a middle reliever, you'd be
3: furious. Oh, for sure, you'd for be sure, furious, for sure. It, well, it also depends on how good the team is, and, yes, and if 100%. they're all in. Like the Yankees are all in, man. They, in the in like, and that's just how that franchise works. I know they have not won a World Series in a decade, but still, like that. Sometimes you just gotta just got to go all in. That is how the Cubs won in 16. That's Mm -hmm. why, like, yeah, you definitely value your prospects. And you know how you you get past moving on from those types of prospects? You keep building within the organization, having good drafts. If you got to make a trade kind of like how the Dodgers did with, I think it was the Rays today or something, where they got like a rookie ball outfielder or something like that. You do things like that, and that is how you keep sustained success and you just keep just – building it up that like you got like again that's that's the, the good thing uh, for the brewers in terms of that hater trade so yeah with this mariners trade yeah it doesn't seem like it's it doesn't seem like a good trade but to me like you want to see teams that are that are winning you want to see them try like it just it's almost like some teams are just not willing to try hard enough to win and that's why they're the teams like the dodgers are perennial World Series favorites every year because the, they're willing to do whatever it takes, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the, the Brewers thing, don't get me wrong, it knocks them down. I don't think they're winning the World Series anyway. And maybe they're able to look at themselves and say, we, we're we probably not going to, but this doesn't hurt our – if we're going to do it, we're going to need some luck. And this doesn't hurt our chances yeah. that much, but it also helps us for the future moving forward. Yeah, I think
2: that's, that's like it's like – with this move, they could certainly still make the playoffs, and yeah. once you get to the playoffs, you know anything can kind of happen. But and yeah, stay competitive, and they'll be they have guys forward. that will be, yeah, competitive moving forward. Like that's, the, I think that might my that seem that to me that seems like the thinking behind this. If the thing.
1: Cubs were developing players three four years ago at a rate that would have been okay, this is the type of move that would have been okay to make that wouldn't have led to. What, where we're at now, where the cupboard was bare, and you're like, well, gonna tear it down or we're <laughs> gonna spend a billion dollars in the off-season, and it, it's not gonna be spend a billion dollars in the off-season, so we're tearing it down. They didn't develop, develop enough guys that were movable, so this is, this is what has happened. Yeah. So yeah. now they're stockpiling the coverage as much as they can. You just got, again, you just- I'm just saying, keep it. your eyes on Marcus Stroman. I, I'm not saying he's getting traded. I just, since the day they signed him, I don't think it's impossible that that's what they will do.
3: I know he's had a good, a few good starts. But he has been I, better. I just I don't know if it's enough for a team that's going to send back yeah. a return even close to what they got for Castillo. Yeah.
1: It's probably less than 50-50,
3: but well, I'm just
2: saying there's a shot. I want to talk about this quote, uh, comment from Nick G. Kevin, I was just thinking about this. We have like great minds thinking alike, my man. We on it today. Yeah, there we go. Nick G. asks, do you think the F Ross trade hurts Robertson's market? David Robertson, obviously.
3: I mean, his market wasn't necessarily super high anyway, since he's a rental. Like, I think it's different from F. Ross because he's five years of control, man. Like, that's that's a lot. The Yankees going to have that guy for the next four seasons after this one.
1: I think, but he's not nearly as proven as David Robertson. I don't think it hurts his
2: market.
3: I I think, again, we, we yeah, talk that's about what, it what I'm saying. Like, I don't time. think it hurts. It's like, no, it's like. Yeah.
2: Teams are going to need relievers down the stretch, yeah. like especially good proven relievers, good track record guys that know how to pick it, pitch in big situations. David Robertson has obviously had a good season this year. Teams want that. Teams value that. And regardless of how many relievers are getting traded, like you really can't have too much proven relief talent. Mm. So I don't think this hurts David Robertson's trade market uh, at all. I think maybe the Yankees don't come calling anymore. Right. But there's still going to be teams out there that and are they're looking for a guy on a on a rental, obviously, but cheap um, is good, has been good, uh, knows what it's like to pitch in big markets, so the, the you know the, the bright lights won't phase him. I um, think I think he could be there's there's going to be teams that are contending that are hoping to make the playoffs that see him as like a guy that they can throw into that bullpen back end, maybe not closer, but back end, um, and just pitch well for them down the stretch.
1: I appreciate as difficult as it may be, and as frustrating as it may be, and confusing as it may be to a lot of people, that the Cubs are staying on their path. I don't wanna see it like wishy-washy. If you're gonna do it, do it. It's gonna hurt, it's not fair, it's not right, but if that's the path you're saying, stick with it. So I, Efrost is a surprising move, but it's, it's not necessarily the wrong move at this point. Like, if they, if they came to see Gio and said, you know what, we heard this Del Mendo guy a young analytics guy with a high upside. He's got squag. He's got a lot of Jordan Lowe's. Well, what we, we might have to pull the trigger on that move. You know, I, I don't know what the Cubs are taking offers on, yeah. but everybody wants an analytics guy now. Yeah, Cody. Cody Delmetrics. Everybody wants
3: it. Delmetrics. Yeah. There you go. Some... Cody Delmetrics. I know how to read baseball savant. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: hey, if you enjoy CHGO, one way to continue to help us grow is to, first of all, like us. 28 likes or whatever's going on. Come on now.
3: We got 32 now. 32. 32. We need more. Download the
1: PointsBet app 29. and use the code CHGO when you sign up. Not only to you get those two risk-free bets up to two grand, but if you make a 50 or more uh, $50 or more first time deposit, you get the free CHGO membership. Unlocks all of Ryan's web content. He's going to St. Louis for the trade deadline. You're going to want to be a member. And you also get that free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. We got a lot mm. of cool swag out there. Sick drip. If you have any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com and we'll help you out in case you missed it. Online sign up available in Illinois. You can actually download the PointsBet app right now. Register your account, start to finish, all from your phone. You're signing up with the fastest sportsbook, and it's easier than ever. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I hope, uh, I hope Michael
2: Kulata has liked our video. We let him come in here. Yeah, Michael. The negative company deserves at least a light. <laughs> just spew his
3: hate every day. We <laughs> even acknowledge him a few times. Like, he makes me laugh. Yeah, as negative as it is, like – I. I just let him go off like the king he is. He better be at least someone who's liking the video. Because if he's it. not, then i am never acknowledging episode, him
0: again. We have Rivas. I've seen that quote, I think, every show I've produced for you guys the last two weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By
1: the way, we do appreciate that 3.30 in the afternoon, 131 people are watching yeah, this live. It, not just
0: awesome. Shout out downloading
1: you. the podcast and listening to it, which right. is also great. But Shout out all you. Love Dubs it. is right. 131 watching. Should have 131 likes. That's what we're Absolutely. looking
3: for.
1: That's what we're looking for. Um, and we should point out that if Contreras or Hap gets traded tonight, we'll jump right back on and do an emergency podcast. Yes, absolutely. So when that happens, if it happens, no. When it happens, there'll be another podcast just for that. I'm um, going if.
2: I'm still sticking if. I made my prediction. I know. Ryan
1: made the prediction. Made it, my he's, prediction. He's the one guy in the world that still believes Contreras Boy, you'll get a lot of props if it doesn't happen. Oh,
2: Listen, man, I, I will run with that for, like, weeks if he doesn't get traded. I, I, I had it first.
3: I said it first. Listen, like, I, obviously the, re, the sole reason that neither him or Hap have, been, have not been moved is because Juan Soto is, like, I think once Juan Soto is moved if, or, or the Nationals say they're not going to move him, then, the, then they will then either be moved or not be moved. Um I don't know though man. I just I'm still like I'm still so just like frustrated with how this organization has treated this guy. The what we had to watch at the end of last night's game it was just it's just brutal man. Like we don't deserve that as a fan base to have to sit and watch like guys giving Contreras hugs and in the dugout and having him have like him having to ask or answer these same questions every single day. Like, I get it. it's trade season, it's 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 a business, blah yeah. blah, blah blah. But it's just <laughs> so like at this point, like even and Corey and Brennan talked about it on their show that you could have listened to this morning, still can after this show. Should, should just go back uh, to back, absolutely. Yeah. Just in, ga- in, engage as much Cubs content as you can, CH show uh, Cubs content, yes, that is yeah. like there's just no catcher out there on the market that really is going to put you in a better situation than Wilson Contreras. Uh, I know Miguel Maya's in double a, and you still got a lot of questions there. Like it's to me, it's just like, that's like, that's the thing. If you had, if you had Luis Capusano like the Padres have, or just some like, or, or Alvarez, like the Mets have like, okay. Like, I get it, but like the Cubs just don't have anyone like that that you can throw in a catcher and, and catch half your games next year. And like to me it's just like what why why not even have the conversation, man? That that's what I'm always gonna wonder unless unless they, they, they completely shock me with what what they do at that position. I I and no one can sit here and tell me that Jan Gomes is an everyday catcher. P.J. Higgins has been nice. Like, he's been a very nice surprise. He's turned himself into a guy that I'm like, oh, th- he should be on this roster next year. And Amaya, year. That might, it might yeah. be a three-headed right. monster next I mean, year. I I get that. I just, like, are all – even all three of those guys together, is that better than what you can get out of Wilson Contreras for the next three years? Yeah,
2: I mean, I I wrote about this yesterday in my reasons the Cubs shouldn't trade Wilson uh, piece. The argument is true that teams that have won recently – the only one that has one with a, you know, a catcher giving top-tier production, you know, a, a catcher giving top-tier offensive production at the position is the Dodgers in 2020 with Will Smith. The other ones, you know, obviously it was the – since the Cubs won especially, Astros in 17, Red Sox in 18, Nationals in 19, and then um, the hell one last year. The Braves in 21. They didn't have the kind of offensive production that Wilson brings. But I think on the flip side of it, you're like, well, there just really aren't that many guys, that many catchers that can hit like Wilson does, and maybe that's why teams can't don't don't often win with offensive uh, you know, producers, right? Uh, a catcher because there just aren't that many in the league, and you see it, um, and so yeah. I mean, I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. I'm not I'm not changing my mind until until it happens, I, mean, un- I until respect f- or it. until five p.m. Until five p.m. comes tomorrow, and then and then we'll know for sure. But
0: yeah. Got another big trade here. According to Robert Murray, Frankie Montas traded to the Yankees now. So they're and The Yankees are going, going all crazy. crazy. Yep.
1: But I mean they're they're in position to do it always. They, wow. they are all in. All in. They're going they're going after it. It's been a long time since when's the last time the Yankees won a World Series? 09. That's yeah. a long time school. for the Yankees not yeah. to win a World Series. Yeah. I'm 31.
3: Wow. I was in high I was a senior in high school when well, they last won. Well, Frankie Montas has been one of those guys thrown around in
2: trade rumors since like the off season, like he's been all over the the trade yeah. rumors since, bef- you know, literally the whole the whole season. So I don't know what did they give up. What did uh, they give up? Yeah. Maybe that's
1: a reason they didn't do the uh, Hap slash. I haven't seen the, deal. The Efrost deal was just forgotten completely in New York. Nobody's even to – Scott Efrost went from uh, the back page of the Daily News to uh, looks like uh, gone.
3: Uh, looks like the Astros are getting Trey Mancini too, according to Dan Connolly. And and as Chandler, far as Chandler
1: Rome
2: down at the Houston Chronicle, I just saw him tweet. Source: The Astros have acquired Trey Mancini from the Baltimore Orioles.
3: Mm. There you go. That's I trust, so I trust I, Chandler. Uh, I get it. The Orioles got a really bright future, especially after getting that having yeah. the number one pick. But man, like, that's that's a prime example of what I'm talking about with what like why I support what the Mariners did. Like, I understand the Orioles are they might get a wild card spot, but Mancini's also like. His story is so it's, – it's, it's good to hear. I, I just – I don't know. I just feel like a lot of teams in baseball just like – I just don't want to pay anyone, man. I know the Orioles aren't like a giant market or anything. Well, like apparently that. the Yankees got Lou
2: Trevino in that, oh, in that deal from the A's too. That's Trevino and Montes.
1: They just might realize, listen, the only way we're going to compete with a monster like the Yankees and this – or Yankees, Red Sox, all these teams is to just have absolutely stockpiled young guys all at one time. Yeah. I don't know. I, like, it's I can't fair. explain it. And Mike Dubbs had the point on, uh, on the chat talking about, well, what if, and it's a big if, the Cubs said to Wilson, we're going to trade you, but then we're going to give you the deal. And I've said that for a long time. I don't believe that's even – I think that's a 0.0% chance because if that had been the case, you wouldn't have all these tears. Yeah. He'd be happy to go play for the Mets for,
3: you know, two months and then come back and get mm-hmm. the deal – People will always people will always like remember that Aroldis Chapman did that with the Yankees. Yeah. But also remember that John Lester chose the Cubs over the Red Sox after all of his success yep. that he had with Boston. Like I, It'll be
1: about money. And somebody yeah. said, Well, what if he was asking for, I think it was Niren, What if he asked for eight years, two hundred million? Well then I'd be out. Yeah. I, I don't know. But as yeah. far as I know, no deal was even offered mm-hmm. to Wes that's, 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 that's always the crazy. That, yeah, as that's much as always we've been, been told. the thing.
2: As much as we've been told that at least this season. I believe that there was extension talks prior to like obviously the season, like the yeah, before lockout, all that kind of stuff. As far as we know, there have been no no talks, no deals.
1: Cap told me none, extended. and he is. I will say yeah. Cap is close to Wilson Contreras. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's like, done good stuff uh, for yeah, his son. Yeah, well, I mean
2: Wilson hasn't changed like that too. Like he said every time, like anytime he's been asked, like the talks haven't happened. So yeah, I th- I do think it's I do think it's weird that. The, as much as he says he wants to stay, they haven't even had the talk. Like, they haven't even had a talk there. Okay, we can't come to an agreement. Okay, that's fine. That, like, if that hasn't happened yet, which, you know, Cap says it hasn't as far as we know from Wilson, it hasn't happened. That that's, that's just that feels weird to me. That, that, just, that conversation hasn't
1: happened. Yeah. It feels weird. This is also the uh, first time we've seen each other in person since uh, I didn't win the Mega Millions. Uh, It was a possibility I wasn't gonna be here today. Pour one out. And it's never been never been closer. What was your favorite one point two eight buildo (laughs) with after taxes this person in displays four point three three four hundred and thirty three million dollars. That's if they take the lump sum, right? That's what they're taking. Yeah, if they take it they're gonna get four hundred and thirty three million.
3: What was your favorite part of the adrenaline rush of hoping you win first
1: of all never you'll <laughs> never be closer than displays like yeah. I,
2: oh my yeah when i saw the Plaines, two of us
1: ryan and i like we border up against it i know yeah. the speedway so yeah. i do want to end this podcast just with with a message to my friend in displays <laughs> i know we're we haven't been as close as we'd like to be but you know that yeah. we've always been close i haven't
2: reached out in a while and,
1: and i haven't reached out in a while and that's my fault it's on me and I know you're under a lot of stress right now. I don't want you to worry about calling me. I just want to point out that we've always been good friends and that while some of your friends will be coming out of the woodworks now and asking for, like, $100 million, you know, between you and me, it's cool. Like, I'm cool with, like, $300,000 if that's what you want to give me. Don't worry about it. 300000 200000 either one's cool with me. I just want you to know you're my friend forever. Friend in Des you know who you are.
3: You are also my friend. I'll send
1: you my router number.
3: The CHGO yeah. Cubs podcast, our best friend is the guy in Des Plaines. Yeah, That's right. I don't know his name. Don't know his name, but he's my best friend. I just want, I we, want we you to know that never needed to know each other's name. That's yeah. the thing we never you, needed you to. You are more
1: important like to me. Our friendship is more important to me than any of these Cubs moves, just so yeah. we know that back and forth. Same.
2: Yeah. Same. And you know what? Us. It's about us. Yeah. You know, always always, always be us. friends. Everyone else might be I talking can share, to you.
3: I can help share with— with some of that,
2: everyone else might be, you know, hitting you up, but there's only a few no. of us that come from the northwest suburbs. That's right, and we're all together. And I, I won't bug North you. You
1: don't, if you don't, if you don't give me that for a couple of years, that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Don't worry about it. I'll be fine.
2: You wanna kind of, you wanna go on your shopping sprees. That's your right. Vacations. It's all. It's up to you, man. You I'll, need
1: somebody to mow your lawn in the
2: meantime. Yeah, I'll, I'll be, do it. I'll be here. I'll, I'll take care of your dog if you have one. Cats, if you, cat. If you have a cat too, I'll take care of that. Don't like cats, but.
1: And we'll keep I'll doing do this it. podcast for you too, because I know you're a. A loyal CHGO listener, which most people didn't know that the winner in Des Plaines, huge CHGO Cubs fan.
3: Huge.
1: Got a lot of the swag huge. and now a lot more of yeah. the drip.
2: So it sounds like if you... A lot wa- more
1: of the drip. It sounds like if you want to
2: win the lotto, you have to watch CHGO. Is what I'm taking from
0: Absolutely. this. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm taking from this. Who makes more, Guy in displays or Juan Soto? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Guy,
0: who, wow. Man Stucky,
1: or woman in Plaines, with it's, Juan it's my Soto friend. Too, right? Well...
3: I would My love friend to in be Plains, best that's Juan Soto.
1: <laughs> Juan Soto's got to work for it.
3: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> There's a
1: difference. That's true. Juan Soto's gonna have to work for it for about a decade. My friend living large in Desplains. We you know what you can buy large. for in Desplains for four hundred thirty-three million. Displanes. Yeah, that's <laughs> what you can buy for. Displanes, all of it. Um. Again, hey, trade deadline deal. If something happens tonight or tomorrow before we get in, like. We're going to try and break in as soon as possible to talk about the deals as they happen. So far, we have a long Efros, Martin and a minor yep. leaguer. The big moves are, st- we've had one surprising move, one expected move. And so far the big ones are still out there. I'm sort of impressed with the Cubs return. Yeah. Just based on the first two moves. I'm know?
2: just, I'm just like kind of dreading. Cause I know with my luck, I will be in like Cody's hometown in, in central Illinois with no wifi or no, like barely any connection with a and bunch then, of rednecks. Yeah, and then the trade goes down. I have to pull over to the side of the road, try to, try to hop on. I, it's going to look like a webcam in like 2008 as I'm on the show with you guys. It's, it's not going to work out. So if, if they can just wait till like after afternoon ish time, let me get to St. Louis in one piece. Yeah. Just safe travels. Just help. It would help. It would
1: help. Uh, okay. Thanks for dropping by to check out the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by Points Bet. Again, we'll be here when you need us. And again, shout out to my friend in his planes, fly the W.